0: A few weeks ago, I received an email from a subscriber. She wanted to get started with affiliate marketing. She was looking for advice, but she was concerned that she might make a mistake by accidentally promoting her future competitors. That got me thinking about what it really means to compete with one another in business and whether or not the way we think about our competition is hurting or helping us. This is episode 60 of the Tiny Course Empire podcast and today I want to give you three new ways to think about your competition. I believe that when you change how you think about them, you'll also change your business for the better. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Hey there, and happy Thursday, or, you know, whatever day you happen to be listening to this episode. I want to thank you for spending a few minutes of your day with me. You'll find the show notes, the recommended resources, and the transcript over at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 60. If you're new here, please consider hitting the subscribe button on your podcast app so you don't miss any future episodes. Next week, we're going to be talking about seven ways you can earn an extra $1,000 this month and just in time for Christmas shopping too, right? But that's next week. This week, we're talking about your competition and how changing the way you think about them might just change the way you do business. So let's dive in. I'm going to give you three new ways you can think about your competition and why embracing these new thoughts is going to make your business and I might even say your life better for it. So the first new thought I want you to think about your competition is that your competitors are a good thing. They're not a bad thing. Let's flip that narrative around. We so often think about competition in those negative terms. We think things like, there's too much competition in this niche, or the market is too saturated, or it's so hard to stand out because there's just so much competition. You've probably heard things like that, or maybe you've even said them yourself. I certainly have been guilty of that in the past. And sometimes we use this kind of self-talk as an excuse for not taking action, for not doing the things that we know we want to or need to do. So if you've been thinking about starting an Etsy shop or a YouTube channel, or you want to create a course or become a freelancer or a virtual assistant, you might find yourself thinking, there's too much competition. I'll never be able to make a go of this. It's too late to get started in this space today. And what happens is you end up talking yourself out of something that you really want to do and that could be really successful for you. But what if you look at that from the other side? What if you completely turn that around and instead of seeing the competition as being bad, see it as a good thing? Competitors mean there's a vibrant marketplace. Where there are competitors, there are buyers. That's the bottom line here. There's an audience who is hungry for more. They want more YouTube videos about the topics that they're interested in. They want more options on Etsy. They want new insights and different perspectives and different experiences. They want to hear from different people. They want to hear from you. So, just because you see competitors in a niche that you want to be in, or in a space that you want to be in, or doing things that you want to be doing, don't let that be an excuse for not doing something. Don't let that be an excuse for not starting. Don't let that be an excuse for not trying something. The fact that those competitors exist, that's actually good news for you. Sometimes, though, we use the fact that competition is there as a scapegoat of sorts. We tell ourselves that maybe a launch didn't go well because there was too much competition, or that a book isn't selling because there are too many others in that same category. Now, if you've ever caught yourself thinking things like that, and I definitely, again, I'm guilty, I've done it myself in the past, but you can flip that around as well. Instead of thinking that you can't succeed because of the competition, think of your competitors in this case as people who make you want to do better. Competitors make me want to improve on what I'm doing. I see them and I use them as inspiration. And I want to encourage you to do the same. There's a Steve Martin quote that's such a good fit here. The story goes that new comedians would often ask Steve Martin how they could stand out in such a crowded field. There was too much competition, was essentially what they were saying. And how could they make a name for themselves, even when it seemed like everyone else was trying to get famous as a comedian too? Steve Martin's response was simply, be so good they can't ignore you. I love that quote. And even more, I love the idea behind it. It's not about finding the perfect niche or gaming the social media algorithms. It's about always trying to be better, always improving your craft, whatever that craft is. One of the ways that you can do that is by looking to your competitors for inspiration. How can you use what they're doing, what Their production quality is, or what their sales copy looks like, or what their video format is, or how they run their affiliate program, or any number of other things. Look at what they're doing in their business and ask yourself how you can do that, but better. Now, I'm not saying that you should copy them, you never want to do that, but take what they're doing and work to create a better version of it that's uniquely yours. What do you love about their courses and how can you incorporate that idea into your own products? What do you admire about how they run their business and how can you improve upon that for your own? What makes their marketing more appealing than your marketing and what can you do differently? By asking yourself those kinds of questions about your competition, you'll be on your way to being so good they can't ignore you. Here's the thing. You can learn a lot from your competitors. I even recorded a podcast episode about how you can learn marketing strategies just by paying attention to what other people are doing, people like your competitors. I'll put a link to that in the show notes for you. What you can't learn so easily from your competitors, though, is how they do things. I'm talking about like the nuts and bolts of how a business runs. How do they have their shopping cart set up? How do they manage their email calendar? How do they hire and train a new team member? How do they create courses and grow their email list and dozens of other kind of tactical step-by-step things that you need to know to build a business? For that kind of information, you need training from somebody who's walked the path and who can show you where to step and what to avoid. Inside my Six Figure Systems program, I've created more than 60 courses and toolkits with exactly the kinds of step-by-step direction you need to make real progress in your business. And because you're a podcast listener, I want to invite you to join me for a seven-day all-access past test drive for just $7. All you have to do is visit tinycourseempire.com forward slash join to get started. You'll get instant access to every course, every toolkit, every Q&A replay, and even our private forum where you can tap into a wealth of knowledge and make immediate progress just by asking your most pressing questions. Check us out today at tinycourseempire.com forward slash join, and I will see you on the inside. So that's the second way to think about your competition. See what they're doing, see how they're showing up and the resources that they offer and use that as inspiration as you create your own business. Aim to do better. Hold them up as the standard that you want to achieve. The third way to think about your competition is as potential collaborators. This is what I told the subscriber who emailed me, and I want to expand on this idea here for you because it's a mindset shift that can literally change your life. Competitors make fantastic collaborators, and here's why because what you sell is not a commodity. It's not like if you were selling gasoline or sugar or rice. It's not exactly the same from one seller to another with the only differentiating factor being the price and the packaging. What you create is unique to you. No one else has the same experiences. They don't have your sense of humor or your storytelling skills or your eye for design. They don't use the same language or teach in the same style or ask the same questions. What you sell, whether it's courses or done-for-you content or coaching or services, is 100% not available anywhere else at any price because you are the only person who could have created it. Now, let me repeat that, because this is really important. What you offer the world is 100% unique. It cannot be copied by anyone. And that's important to understand, because even though you're fabulous and your courses are amazing and everyone says so, even though you already have hundreds or maybe even thousands of happy students, your products, your courses, your coaching, your services will never be the right choice for 100% of the people. That's what makes your competitors perfect for collaborating with. Because some of those people who don't resonate with you might absolutely adore your competition and you get to be the hero for making the introduction. There's a lot of ways that you can collaborate with your competitors. You can partner with them on a product. I have created and sold products with Karen Thaxton, even though in some ways we compete with one another. That's okay, though, because we have different styles and different voices, and we each bring different experiences to the training, and that makes the training even that much better. You can also Speak from the same stage as your competitors. I've been featured on summits and as a speaker at live events, and I've shared the spotlight with several of my competitors. We all bring a different viewpoint to the conversation, which makes it even more valuable for the attendees. You can promote your competitors as an affiliate. This is one of my favorites because I get to earn money by recommending my competition's products to my audience. Now, you might ask yourself, why on earth would I do that? Because like I said, my style might not be a fit for everyone. Here's an example. I recently promoted Liz Wilcox's email marketing membership. I promoted her even though I teach email marketing and even though I have a membership of my own. It's still a good program, and I still admire the heck out of Liz, and I know that for some people in my audience, she is the perfect teacher, so why would I not share that resource with people? Is she a competitor? Absolutely, and I'm still going to recommend her to people because she's the real deal, and I know that my audience can use what she has to offer. You might also want to mastermind with your competitors. Many of my online friends are people you would consider my competition. Angela Wills and I chat by email every day and have for years, yet we both have very similar businesses in the same niche. Kelly McCauzy is a dear friend of mine and a direct competitor who also teaches online business. Amy Harrop, Debbie Gartner, Karen Thaxton, Sue Painter, Debbie Drum, Jeff Herring, Tracy Roberts, Susanna Myers, Connie Reagan Green. I count all of them among my friends and we are all competing in the same space. So my advice to you is to look for ways that you can work with your competition instead of ignoring them or pretending that they don't exist. All right, here is your action item for today. This is what I want you to do. I want you to take a few minutes and think about who your competitors are and ask yourself if changing the way you think about them might change your business for the better. For example, what if your competitors are proof of a hot market and you can finally give yourself permission to launch that course or start that YouTube channel or start that podcast? What if you share your competitor's products with an audience who needs them and you earn a nice affiliate commission in the process? Or what if you create a brand new product with a competitor partner and you both get to benefit and you both get to reach a larger audience? Remember, you get to choose how you think of your competition and how you think of them might just change how you do business. Now, I want to invite you to visit tinycourseempire.com forward slash 60, which is where you'll find the show notes and the transcript for this episode, as well as links to all of the resources and all of the people that I mentioned today. While you're there, leave me a comment and tell me about a time that you collaborated with a competitor or you learned something valuable from them that helped to grow your business. I would really love to hear your stories. And finally, if you're enjoying the show, would you do me a favor and leave a rating and review over at Apple Podcasts or wherever you happen to be listening? That helps other people to find us. And of course, if you have a friend or a colleague who could use this episode in particular, you can go ahead and send them the link. It's tinycourseempire.com forward slash 60. That's it for me today. Have a terrific day, everyone. And I will talk to you all again next week.